All right, we're back for a special baseball preview show on the EDBC podcast. Have we done any uh, preview shows in the past, Brian, or have we just been we, doing our weekly thing? We have not. This is pretty much uh, this has pretty much been it. We toyed with the idea. I don't think we now we said it like on a podcast. We were we were fooling around with the idea um, right around the time of, a little before March Madness that we'd do a little little like March Madness, do some brackets, figure out how wrong our final four picks would be. Yeah. Before, before we could even get out of conference tournaments, March Madness was canceled. All right, let's and, try to stay on a positive note here. Can we please? I am. So I was saying, and it's been sports. That was the beginning of a sports shutdown. But and here I am trying to be positive. We are on the eve of baseball returning. And so how about two, ga- two games tomorrow night? How about the idea that there's supposed to be 80% chance of rain in D.C. tomorrow night? Can you oh, imagine that? As the thunder crackles at my, at my adobe right now. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Uh, all right, so we'll keep our fingers crossed about the weather, but you mentioned Yankees and Nationals and the Dodgers are playing the second game, correct? 10 o'clock game? Yeah, Dodgers and Giants I believe, are, is the second game. So, listen, I, uh, I, before this baseball season could get worked out, the 60-game schedule, I had to listen to the owners tell me how broke they were. And then today right. we find out that Mookie Betts signs a 12-year extension with a $65 million signing bonus Yep. for $360-plus million. So – who am I to believe here on who's got money and who doesn't have money? I have a couple thoughts on that. As you know, I do, because I'm very opinionated. Yeah. My opinions are usually so, so outstanding. Yeah. Um, I sort of was taking the vein of the majority of the owners want to keep salaries down. They want to keep the prices down, what they're paying the ball players. It's kind of outrageous. I'm hoping, especially since they have a really good team this year and they have tons of money, that the Dodgers ownership was like, you know what? Screw the rest of you guys. We're paying guys. We want to yeah. win. Mookie Betts yeah. is here, and we got and we can pay him, and it, we can afford it. You guys worry about driving costs down. So I'm hoping that's it, and that they weren't like behind the scenes crying, "Well, was me," and then turned around and did this. But they didn't um, have to do this. That's the thing. I mean, they got him on. The, he signed for this year. I guess they don't want him going to free agency, so they just wanted to take care of it. But still, I, Mookie Betts, he uh, gets the last laugh because the Red Sox offered him what 200 million. He's getting almost twice that. Yeah, and the Red Sox, you talk about ownership. Their ownership, uh, John Henry in particular, I guess what you call him, the principal owner or the managing owner, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Uh, I saw the net worth of the two franchises. They're about, I think the Dodgers are three, three point, I'm just spitballing here, but I know it was very close. I think the Dodgers have a value of $3.4 billion, and the Red, Sox, um, the Red Sox have a value of $3.3 billion. But yeah. bing, they're in the same ballpark, and the Red Sox are stupid for not wanting to pay this guy. And I agree with that. It seems ridiculous. To, and they didn't get a hell of a lot back unless we were proven uh, wrong down the road. They didn't get a bounty for him back. Well, because they gave David Price in the deal to take They gave David money. Price away, who, then, who, of course, David Price is going to sit out the season for safety concerns. And uh, bless him. I applaud anyone who wants to do that. And the Dodgers are like, okay, we don't really – he was a throw in anyway. Yeah. The only thing I'll throw – and I hate, to, I hate to defend the Red Sox, but we have no idea – and Mookie Betts isn't going to say this, is if Mookie Betts told them hard line saying, guys, after 2020, I'm not re-signing here. I'm not re-signing here. And maybe he did. And well, maybe Pete, he Abraham, Pete Abraham, who I trust, the Boston Globe, tweeted yep. today that it makes the Red Sox look bad because it kind of – I was reading between the lines that the Red Sox just didn't want to offer him a big money contract. If, that, you know. if, that's, if that's the case, that's fine, but it does make them look bad uh, because, I mean, I mean, 
if what's he at worst? Let's say we were not like, let's say we think he's over. If you, if, even if you say he's overrated, is he at worst the fourth or fifth best player in baseball? 12, year, 12 years though. Jesus, what are they doing? No, I, I think that's crazy. I don't, I didn't like the Bryce Harper one. It's moving away from like every other sport, every other major league sport, like football players want shorter contracts. NBA players definitely want shorter contracts. But that's because they know they can go back in a few years and go back and dip into the well. MLB and these contracts are all are all guaranteed, unlike yeah. the NFL. So yeah. he's making that money. And if he decide, you know, if he if he falls off a cliff at age thirty two and all of a sudden he stinks, if he pulls a Robbie Cano, too bad. You got to pay him, dude. Well, the so, good yeah, thing is that the good thing is he can now probably be a man in the future. If when he falls off the cliff, they'll make the trade for him. And- oh, I'm 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 well prepared for a future Met thirty four year old. Uh, DH 80% of the time Mookie bets. I'm all, I, I know that's coming. I, I've already seen Mo Vaughn. I'm, I'm looking, I'm, si- I'm sitting through Robbie Cano. I'll yeah. go back to George Foster. I, I know that's coming. All right. So a couple other quick bullet points real quick. We don't spend a lot of time. Blue Jays, no home yet. Um, Pennsylvania, the state of Pennsylvania said you're not playing here in Pittsburgh. Uh, the mayor of Hartford, Connecticut today, uh, if you don't live in the area, the mayor of Hartford invited Toronto to come play at the Yard Goat Stadium, which, hey, all options are on the table right now. Yeah, the yard, the yard goats. For those people from out of the area, yeah, that's the actual name, the yard goats. That's yep. the the minor league team in Hartford. Uh, minor league baseball canceled. So, fairly new stadium, pretty nice and shiny, spiffy. Just sitting there, empty. Great facilities. And yeah. Why not? It's close to New York. It's close to Boston. We're the uh, about the state, and we're not we're not beating our chest because other other than wearing masks and staying home, you and I haven't had much to do with it. But right now, Connecticut's probably the safest state in the country in terms of Corona. So yeah, yeah. why not? Come to Hartford. I'd say come to Bridgeport. If those bozos didn't get rid of the baseball stadium. Yeah, it's now an amphitheater. How's that working out? Uh, uh, real well. Yeah. Uh, one other thing: uh, new rules, universal DH, runner on second, extra innings, and pitchers get to put a wet rag in their pocket. Keep their fingers moist because you can't stick them in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, there used to be – what happened to just put a little Vaseline on the top of your cat? Throw a cap, pine throw tar on your neck like uh, Michael Pineda. Yeah, exactly. And then, listen, I think this is a perfect segue. I think we should start with the National League with our previews. All right. And we're going to start with the NL East. And the segue there is the Mets get another injury to the pitching staff today. Marcus Stroman tears a calf muscle out for – they're week to week. They don't. They won't say. But that doesn't sound good. That could be a half a season type of thing. Yeah. Uh, the 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 estimate I read, and with a you know, the calf tear, I assume that's just it's anybody's guess. The estimate I read where it was about six weeks, which is humongous in the, this um in this shortened sprint like season. Yeah. yeah so they get hosed. Um. They already had you know Noah Syndergaard out for the year with Tommy John surgery. Yep. They lost their, their number four starter last year, Zach Wheeler, to free agency, which we'll get to when we preview the NL East. So, yeah, it was going to be the, – the, the rotation was sort of going to be uh, let's keep our fingers crossed. And Marcus Stroman, who's in a walk year, is in a contract year, hoping he'd have a good year. He had a good end tail into last year. And just – yeah, I, I said, you know, this just feels like the Met, this feels like Mets baseball already. I took a little break from social media, did some work, talk, hang out with my kids. I come back on a few hours later. I read that a Mets starting pitcher is out for a significant amount of time due to an injury not suffered in an actual game. Baseball is shocker. All right. All right, so let's take a look. National League East, you're a Mets fan. Uh, I, I assumed you would just, you know, pick your team, but you didn't. Tell me about the NL East. What do you think? Yeah, I, I sort of have it this way. I like the Braves to come back to – I think this would be the third time of the year they're going to win it. Um, I like the pitching. I like the young. I like the 
the young legs that this team has. I think they're built for, and as we get into this, we're going to realize that this, we're, we are, we're dealing with sprints, not marathons. So, you know, I like a team that's got a lot of young position players, has some good pitching depth. Depth. I think it has a good, could be very good bullpen. And I just sort of like that, that they had that experience. There's not a lot of moving parts that are coming in brand new. Same manager, same core of young guys, same pitching group. Um, I just think that's – it's a safe choice, to, I think. But I think that's that's where I'm leaning to, to Atlanta. Just – they seem to be a stable pick. They're young. You know, they keep everybody healthy. They can they can probably win this thing maybe maybe going away. But uh, Yeah, one I, of the I best like, young players in the game with Acuna. So, I mean. Yeah, Acuna is exciting. Um, he seems getting better. And so, yeah, I just I – like, I like Atlanta to repeat this. I like the Braves, too, just for all the things you just said. I think the Nationals, I think they're going to be right there with them, though. I mean, I know they've lost some key parts, but, you know, they're the defending uh, World Series champions, so until someone beats them, they're still the champs, right? Uh, exactly. the, Mets, the Mets and Phillies, I kind of see as the same type of team, although I got to tell you, when I saw Jay Bruce and Andrew McCutcheon as the outfielders, I just seemed like, wow, that, that's your outfield? Jay Bruce, Andrew McCutcheon? Yeah, I mean, I think that – I don't think – I think that's a really great – I think that's – that has the potential to be a really a power to be sort of just add some real power to your lineup, except that it's not 2014. No, not. it's 2020. Yes. And, and you listen, Bryce Harper is due for a big year. I mean, he had, he had a lot of home runs 34, I think last year. I mean, yep. I just, you know, Florida is going to be the basement dwellers. We know that, but I just think those three teams, the Mets, the Phillies and Washington are all kind of in the same ballpark, but I think Atlanta and Washington are better. Um, you know, hey, the Mets have the best pitcher in the division with Jacob DeGrom, but after him, there's a lot of question marks. Yeah, and I had, I actually had the feel, and I'll get to Washington in a minute and why I, I, I'm not as high them as, as a lot of people are. And I'll probably, again, I'll probably be wrong with a lot of these. Um, yeah. I thought Philly uh, underachieved last year. I thought there were a lot of things that just, you know, a lot of things that just didn't break their way. And it goes back to the short season. They have a new manager. Who you and I both like. You know him. You know him well, yeah. Joe Girardi. I think that's a great fit for a team with a lot of veterans. That's not, you know, that's that is it's postseason or bust. I think Joe walks into a perfect opportunity there. You know, he's not about trying to massage a young team. Just hey, he's got they've got the parts. He'll get them in the right direction. So I think a lot of things that went wrong for them last year. Just a few things tweak right. I think that helps them. Zach Wheeler comes over from the Mets. Uh, I, I mean, I've not, I've never been the best, best Zach Wheeler fan, but if you can plug him into your you know, number three starter, that's really good. You don't have to like hope that Jake Arrieta is like the Jake Arrieta of old. He just needs to be semi-okay Jake Arrieta. He's a fourth Both, and, and fifth starter now. Yes. At this point in his career, that's it. And if that, if you, if Jake Arrieta is a decent, is, is your fourth or fifth starter and he's decent at it, that's better than a lot of teams have. So I, I like that, and it just feels like a little bit of a bounce back. And I, it feels like one of those teams that, again, if they get in a little bit of run early, they can get out in front, and it's such a short season, maybe avoid some of the pitfalls that, that, that uh, hit them last year. Yeah, I, I, have the Mets, I have the Mets third because they have so many question marks. It starts – a lot of people – and I look less at the starting pitching. I knew the starting pitching was going to be shaky to begin with. And I think that Mets have upside to maybe get in and challenge Atlanta, but there's a lot of what ifs just with the pitching. Now you now you need now you need Jake to be Jacob Degrom to be usual Jake Degrom, the guy who's won the last two Cy Young awards. Kind of tough, and you know if he starts off slow like he did last year, but then you know he doesn't have that time to to make that up with a short season. Um, no Noah Syndergaard now. No more Mo, Marcus Stroman. 
she's going, uh, Jacob DeGrom, Steven Matz, you know I'm hot and cold because he, he can be so frustrating sometimes. He just yep. looks like he's going to bust. And then he goes, and then he has three or four starts where he looks like he'd be a number two starter. And it's just not consistent. And then, you know, Rick Porcello, Michael Walker, and to be determined, three, four, and five, that's not how they drew it up. And Fred I mean, Porcello didn't make his start, wasn't pitching tonight for some reason. I don't know why, but they said he wasn't starting. I don't know. I, I think. Well, I, well, I think that's because because of Stroman's injury, he got Pushing bumped up. He got bumped up to pitch either I believe Saturday, I believe uh, Sunday. So they bumped him out. He, he was not supposed to uh, pitch that early in the season, but he's going to pitch the third game of the year. But Porcello and Waka, ideally, and this is even going back before Noah Syndergaard got hurt, they were brought in, you know, from St. Louis and Porcello from the Red Sox, who had a really terrible year last year, to sort of be the veteran guy who can maybe have a bounce back and be your number five starter. You know, one of those guys is going to be the number five starter. Well, now that's out the door. Now they're both in at three and four. That's a lot. That's that's tough for me. Um, Here's the other thing, too, I just want to mention about that is the Mets have an ideal candidate to fill Stroman's spot, but right. they refuse to do it, and I don't understand why. I would love – I'm going to defend it, and I understand what you're saying. And this could change as the season goes on. And, again, although they don't have a lot of time to make this decision, short season. They have their bullpen right now because you're not going to be able to stretch out your starters just because we just, just – did you hear we, who the starters are now? They're going to be more reliant on the bullpen. There are three guys in that bullpen who have been – who down, had down years recently, including their closer, who was a disaster, who, sh- who all have question marks. And if the question – and they answer to the questions in a positive way, I think this team could write – could be in the thick of the race for the division. Uh, Familia, Dellen Patances, Edwin Diaz. If those guys, if Diaz is not a disaster last year, and it's just he doesn't have to be incredible like he was a few years ago with Seattle. If he's just above, just a, 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 a sort of an upper tier, top twenty five percent closer, and Batanzas has years like he's had in the past, and Familia snaps back a little bit without the being without the pressure of being the closer, of just being a setup man, yep. that will be a huge improvement for this team. If that's the case then you take a Seth Lugo and you can slide him into that rotation. The problem is until you have those, an- those questions answered about those other three guys, Lugo's a guy that you're right, he can start, but he can be a really good long man and he could be a really good setup guy, if inning guy, if you need him to be. And quite frankly, he did the job the last season, last part of last year as the closer and was good. So he's, it's almost like it's a luxury to put him in the rotation because does that hurt your bullpen? And your rotation is going to be shortened anyway. I mean, you're not going to get five, six, seven inning, uh, inning starts out of most of these guys. And that's where I just think they need to save Lugo for that, for that bullpen right now. And I didn't, I, I, I sort of went back and forth with that, but that's where I'm le- leaning toward right now. I was talking about Robert Gazelman, actually. Oh, Robert Gazelman. <laughs> okay. Oh, Robert Gazelman is also hurt, by the way. He's on the, uh, what are we calling now? The IL. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. He can't pitch back-to-back days. Lugo cannot pitch two days in a row. He's terribly ineffective on the second day. And so my thing is, if, you, if he's good enough to be a starter and you need him, listen, I get what you're saying, but, you know, then shame on the organization for not building a bullpen better with all these question marks. But, again, you've been through this for years now. So there's always – There's we're all And, listen, it's the bullpen. Bullpens are notoriously um, – I don't know, I guess they're moody. They can go – you can be good one year and bad the next. You know, they might – Maybe a guy like Hunter Strickland, who they picked up out of the bargain basement, can have a good year out of the bullpen. And all of a sudden, you look, you know what, Seth? Boom, you're the number three starter. I'd love to see it. I just think right now you gotta, you need as many reliable arms in the bullpen. I can't believe I'm saying that over reliable arms at the back end of the rotation. 
And then right, just so we, we both agree with Atlanta. Who do you think is the second team in the in the East? Well, I have Philadelphia there. All right. So Phillies, I picked Washington. We both think the Mets are third. We both think the Philly, uh, the Marlins are fifth. So kind of around the same on that. We disagree a little bit on the on Philadelphia. I just don't think they have enough in their lineup. Yeah, I just my last thing on the Mets is just the other. I mean, you know, we didn't. I didn't. I, I babbled so much much about the pitching. I think the Mets' offense could be really good if they got a lot of production out of the young guys. But the biggest problem with their offense and their lineup, it goes back to the bullpen. There's, they look to me like they're going to be too reliable on guys like Yonet, like Cespedes, Ramos behind the plate, and even Robbie Cano. Like if Cespedes doesn't hit home runs as a DH, what use of he is he? If Ramos doesn't hit around 300, what use is he? He's not a great defensive catcher, and he's slower than a dead turtle. And if Robbie Cano can't at least be adequate, what use is he? And then you have three glaring holes around some young talent in that lineup. So, yes, enough about the Mets, but that's why I have them right in the middle, third. Uh, I think they could go either way, maybe up to two and give Atlanta a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a, of a fight, or they could drop down below Philly and Washington. I will wish your team luck. Okay. Good luck, Mets. Thank right, you. NL Central, uh, I think we both have the Brewers in this division, right? Uh, yeah, we both have Milwaukee. I know Cincinnati, a lot of people are jumping on the Cincinnati Reds bandwagon. I just – I don't like you know, teams I, that have been miserable for years all of a sudden jumping up to first place in the division. Yeah, and – Christian Yelich is the best player in the – one of the best players in the division. So, I, I just – something about Milwaukee, the experience they have um, without getting – going over their roster. No one needs to hear us break down the Milwaukee yeah. Brewers. But, you know, I, I, we think we both like the Brewers. I had Cincinnati followed by St. Louis, Chicago, and Pittsburgh. And I was thinking about the Cubs. I'm curious – Here's a team that, you know, traded away. They did everything right to win the World Series, but I thought they'd be good a few years. And, man, the rails have come off the Cubs. Yeah, I mean, they, you're right. They went all in. They pushed all the chips in. Uh, and they were smart to do that. They made the they right They were choice. smart to do it. And they, they Listen, they gave, up, they gave up some young talent that is really blossoming elsewhere now. But you know what? They had – there is no team in North American sports that needed to break that – get over that cur curse more than them. Yep. So, yeah, you have to do it. I'm a little surprised just because they have so many talented young uh, positional players that it fell off so fast. Pitching can go downhill in a hurry. It can, it's almost like if one pitcher has an off year, it starts to infect the whole staff. Yeah. And there might have been some you – know, they've changed managers. They got rid of Joe Madden, who was, a, you know, I guess colorful, but a more – certainly more visible manager than a lot of managers. And maybe his act was going a little thin there. So, um, but, yeah, it's just – yeah, they went down fast. And, again, we're not going to get the whole roster of the NL Central teams, but I'm just – I have Chicago fourth just because I don't know that totally. – I don't I don't know how much their incentive – what their incentive is to try and just bust out and sprint through the 60-game season and try and rip off a bunch of wins. If anything, maybe you might see the Cubs all of a sudden be sellers and try to sell off some of their pieces to try it, to rebuild. Yeah, try and rebuild, re, re, uh, rebuild that, that farm system that they've been dipping into for a few years. Who do you like in the National League West? I mean, the Dodgers are the team. I, I hated picking them. I wanted to pick someone else, but I just don't see anyone else. I don't see it. I don't see how you can. That was before Mookie Betts signed this contract. The minute Mookie Betts got there, and, I mean, they still you know, they still have uh, – you know, the lineup with him is just that much better. It was awesome last year. They had Walker Buehler, who could have been – who was really up into the Cy Young race up until the end. I mean, the bullpen's still really good, I think. I mean, it might not be perfect, but it's pretty damn good. I was looking at it today, just going, going like, oh, that's right. They have this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This makes sense. No this David Price. He opted out because of the coronavirus pandemic. So, I mean. And, and on some teams, that would be like a big loss. 
and that team is like, okay, well, we can absorb that. That's not a big deal. Um, They'll miss them, but still, they, they, you're right. And I love to have, I think Pershaw could have a big bounce back year in the short season. Yeah, and he won't, with somebody like a Bueller there up top there with him, he doesn't have to be kind of like with Zach Greinke a few years ago, where they were like, when he was with the Dodgers and was a Cy Young candidate. Now, you know, it doesn't have to just be Kershaw and hope the other four guys can pull their weight. He's got a little help up there. I was looking at it again. I was kind of like you going, this feels like such a chalk pick, but I, I don't know, man. They look like the best team in the National League, if not just the best team. A lot of people have the Padres as a cute pick. Uh, I'm right I still here. think them in Arizona are very similar to me. Uh, I, 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 again, I don't know a lot about the, I, San Francisco, Colorado, both, you know, a lot of young talent. They're just, you know, but they're fourth and fifth place teams. Arizona and San Diego toss up again. Yeah, I mean, San Francisco is easy to me at the bottom because you just read and see what they're going. It's like San Francisco is like, folks, we're building for the future. Just just skip this summer. It's going to be a miserable 60 games. We'll see you next year. I mean, Madison Bumgarner now, how much does he help the Arizona Diamondbacks? You know, a younger might him, team. Might help him more. Uh, um, at, you know, if it, what, this is one team that might be hurt by the DH. He, he might be one of their best hitters. Yeah, it's true. Uh, he's a great hitter, great hitting pitcher. Um, UConn, former UConn player Nick Ahmed is the shortstop for the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. I mean, like I said, they got Bumgarner, Robbie Ray, a couple other pitchers. So, again, without going too deep in it, we'll see what happens. But the Dodgers yeah. are the chalk. Yeah. I had, yeah, I had San Diego just as I, I, I was trying to find a team that, like, a young team that, like, we see it a lot in every sport, but, like, again, in baseball, who's the young team this year that we think is good, but they're better? Like they're ahead of they're ahead of the of the the game plan. Like they're ahead of the rebuilding model. And I like I almost thought Cincinnati. Then I said, nah, the heck with them. And I just put them third. Uh, but the, I, so I'm going with San Diego. I think San Diego is going to be the little sleeper team. Young, fast, good young pitching, athletic, and they don't give a damn about you know playing five night games in, in you know a, a week or five, six night games in a row. They don't care. They're gonna. I think they built that type of team that's built for that. So that's my little surprise team. Seems like a you're right. It's a, tre- it's a trendy pick. Seems like a, a century ago that Yankee fans and talk radio in New York was screaming for Manny Machado to be a Yankee. How the times? Oh, oh wow! That, seems like that does seem ago. like a century. That does seem like it was a century ago. I I was one of those ones. Like I I had him penciled in. I was like I can't. Oh man, we're gonna be. He's gonna be in the back page any day now. I'm glad they didn't sign him. All right, before we take a break, tell me who your NL wild cards are. My NLR cards, and we're going to get to that real quick here, and then we'll come back later and talk more about postseason stuff. So, yeah, I just alluded to it. Uh, my first wild card are the Padres. Yep. And then, again, just uh, the everything breaks right in a short season for the team that had it break wrong last year. I like the Phillies to grab the second wild card. I picked Cincinnati and Washington, just to be different. That's all. Yeah. Washington, Scherzer, I, you know, I just I love having an ace and experience. And Cincinnati, every year there seems like there's one team that – Comes out of nowhere, and my team is the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, in a my short season, of, who knows? Uh, it's a good, it's, it, you know what? I kind of like that pick. I almost went that direction. I even, but I bumped them down. My thing with the Nats, real quick to circle back on them, is it, like, do I hate the Nats? Yes, but I, I picked them as a down year just because I've seen a couple fingers from them the last few years. A couple of years ago, they had a big lead in the round August. They just, they, they just collapsed and they couldn't get the ship right. Now, I know that was like five years ago, but last year they were terrible out of the gate. Awful out of the gate. 11 games under 500. We know what happened. They sprinted to the end. They had a great rest of the regular season. And had a phenomenal, like an all-time historically great postseason to win the World Series. My concern is if you have one of those, another one of those, like Scherzer's got a back issue and he's out for two and a half weeks and we lose six out of eight, including including two out of three in, in Miami, that derails your whole season this year. And that's the type of team they've been in the past. So I sort of, 
uh, I guess I sort of said, I think I could see Washington being, you know, just having a disappointing season and then they regroup and pretty much come back stronger for it next year. World Series hangover. We'll see. All right, let's take a uh, quick timeout, and then we're going to – we've spent way too much time on the National League. You National League guys, jeez. I'm sorry. I know. We're us purists. Unbelievable. All right, read me a, a commercial break here before we get to my American League. All right, we got a new uh, new, uh, new partner here for uh, for the on the EDBC podcast, Instacart. Yeah, Instacart. Save yourself that trip to the market. Instacart delivers groceries, sometimes in as fast as one hour. They connect you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores. That means hand-selected hand, hand by sh uh, shoppers, they hand-select the foods and that based on your preferences. Not like what they're going off of, but, but off your preferences. They pick the freshest produce and they keep your eggs safe too. They know to protect the eggs. So important, keep the eggs protected. And there are multiple stores available, so you'll be able to shop from your favorites on a single order. Plus, you get free delivery on your first order of thir over $35. Now, if you go into this week's show notes on uh, the EDBC podcast site and you click onto this episode, you'll see a link to Instacart. If you go to Instacart via that link and sign up and maybe get some groceries delivered, well, you'll help give a little support, support to the EDBC podcast. So Instacart, shop smart. Do it up. All right. All right the American League. I'm going to do this backwards real quick because I want to spend the least amount of time on the other division. So follow okay. along here. American League West, you, I like the Houston Astros, despite them using, losing Cole to the Yankees. They're, they're, they're proven to uh, – all their experience kind of like with the Nationals. I like them. Some people picked Oakland. Houston, Oakland, Angels, Texas, Seattle. What do you like in the West? I'm going with the Oakland. Uh, they give the, as, as great as the Astros were, Oakland gave them a really scary run the last couple of years, especially last year. Yep. It's Oakland every year. It's like, who the hell's on the Astros? And you start reading and go, oh, this guy hit 27 home runs? I didn't hear about him. So, you know, East Coast fan myself, I wasn't locked into the AL West. So yeah, this division was a little tricky for me, but I went Oakland. I sort of had fun with the second and third picks. I, 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 I don't know why, but I went with the – if that's a good analysis. I don't know why, but I went with the Angels number two. And my least professional, most opinionated pick was I just picked Oakland. Houston to be third because I don't like Houston and I don't want to see them in the playoffs anymore. That was probably done, but I did it anyway. No, uh, I, I don't know how they replaced Jared. They still have, you know, they have Granky there. I know I did, they do have Zach Granky now, I believe. And I suppose uh, Mr. Kate Upton might be good for another year or two. He seems to still have a, his A game. Sure, again, short season. I like them just because. Yeah, the I like. Yeah, you're right. Ver and you're right. The short season does lend itself to a, a pitcher like Verlander, who's getting up there in years. So I probably should have had them in, o in Oakland at a coin flip, but I just didn't. So. Or they could stink. Who knows? They yeah, could. I'm going with they stink. AL Central. Uh, I picked the Minnesota Twins to win that division. I'm not in love with the division at all. I always root for Terry Francona just because I like him. I think he's a good guy. Same uh, here. But I didn't pick them second. I actually picked the Chicago White Sox, kind of like the Reds. I just wanted to find a team that has a lot of young talent, and they have a lot of young talent, and they're on the come. Yeah. So, and again, in a short season, you got some young players who maybe are hungry, want to go for it. Whereas in Cleveland, I think this is the end of the run for them because they're going to sell uh, after this year. Lindor, people like that are going to go away. Um, yeah. so Minnesota, Chicago, Cleveland, Kansas City is the AL Central. Yeah, I had Minnesota number one. I was looking up this week, the, this week when we talked about prepping for this. I didn't realize that, like, like however you want to measure it, per game, like they were the best hitting home run team in baseball last year, which kind of surprised yeah. me. Um, they get they, what has often been like 
a hindrance to them ever since they moved back into an outdoor ballpark a few years ago. They've had so many issues with the weather and like you can't get, get nobody can hit nobody can hit there the first couple of month the first month of the season because it's in freaking Minnesota. We're starting in July. It does even in Minnesota it usually doesn't snow in July. I sort of like that repeat factor. I didn't and I went back and forth in Chicago and Cleveland. I didn't really know enough about Chicago of just reading about them to feel comfortable with it. I know Cleveland a little bit better, so I guess I sort of took the safe route and said, okay, fine, Cleveland. And then, uh, Kansas, then Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, again, like I said, I just like to pick a team. White Sox just to be different. American League East, this is, uh, you know, look, I don't think we have to spend a ton of time on it. I think the Yankees are head and shoulders above everyone in the division. I know people love Tampa Bay, but I'm going to tell you right now, I picked the Yankees to win the division, followed by the Red Sox, then Tampa Bay, and then Toronto and Baltimore. Watching that Red Sox lineup, they, they still have like loads of talent in that lineup. I mean, Rafael Devers is a star. A.D. Martinez, Andrew Benintendi. I mean, Jackie Bradley Jr. had, a, had a, a, a not a great year at the plate, but I still think they have enough. I think they'll figure out their pitching at Fenway Park. And again, I just – short season, everyone was on Tampa Bay, and I just was going different. That's all. Yeah, I'm down on them. I have them fourth. I, I'm not. I'm not nearly as high on them. Um, I know Sale wasn't. Chris Sale wasn't great last year, but now you don't have it all this year. Uh, I don't like their pitching at all. I don't. I don't know who Martin Perez is, but like, uh, you know, that's if you like. If he's supposed to be an upgrade over Priscilla, who I know stunk last year, then okay, then I'm the dummy, and and there's that I'm I'm wrong picking this low. Colin McHugh, who's been around forever, he's supposed to be like some great bullpen. I don't like him. He's gone. I, I just, I, what's that? He's not on the team anymore. Oh, he was? He, oh, I did not see that. Yeah, he uh, – Did he have the agent opt out? He asked for his release. I think he had some sort of arm issue he was coming back okay. from. It didn't work out, so he's gone. That just happened. My apologies. I just remember they signed him going, Colin McHugh, that's supposed to help move the needle. But, okay, yeah. never mind. Point taken. Yeah. So, I feel – so, I just don't – I don't – I hate their pitching. I just – I look at that rotation. and just – nothing is like Nathan – like Valdi, I guess – I don't. No, know. I, I agree. I would I, hate, I wouldn't hate. I wouldn't hate it so much if I didn't see the Yankees night. You know, several times in Tampa Bay, and even yeah. playing some of the AL East. You know, playing like you know, the Mets, Phillies, and Washington have could have really potent lineups that could feast on bad pitching. You know, and 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 through two. You know, in a two game series, I just don't see it. And I think that there's going to be like a lot of like, you know, a hangover from the crappy season last year. Hangover from hangover from Mookie Betts. Hanger from not really getting a, a decent starting frontline pitcher. I, I just don't see it with Boston, but you know. Yeah, yeah I think I they're going to lose a lot of ten eight games. I think they might win a few ten eight games as well. Yeah, but, it's possible. We'll it's you know, possible. We'll um, you met, and, and we'll get on the Yan We'll spend more time with the Yankees in a minute. But you mentioned Tampa Bay, and count me in. I'm the band. I'm a, I'm one of those like Tampa Bay uh, bandwagon. Like not a I'm not a fan, but I, I do. But yeah, I'm like I'm like I'm I'm, high, I'm super high on them. I like the young lineup. I love the. I love that pitching rotation. And they're no, used to no, playing no. in front of no fans, which everyone and their brother. Well, and they're used to it. I, I just, I just looked at that that pitching rotation. Like, okay, this isn't like you know for Cy Young caliber starters, but they're really good. One of them is like you know is a Cy Young caliber player pitcher. The other ones are really good. And again, I keep saying short season. I love that in a short season. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's that that's a team that could like that can that can keep some of the big offenses down that so they don't have to win those 10 games so yeah and i like uh, the bullpen is i had to do some research because i wasn't super familiar with the bullpen but it looks good enough to me you probably know more about it so i'm 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 all in on tampa bay being a a really good team but i mean i could see tampa bay winning a team that wins 94 games but it's still not enough to challenge for the division but we'll get to that 
Yeah, the Yankees, I just, uh, you know, I think Cole's motivated. They're saying he could throw 100 pitches tomorrow night, which is our Thursday night. We're taping this on a Wednesday. But Boone said this, Boone said this afternoon he's on track to throw 90 to 100 pitches. So, which I don't know why you need to do that the first game of the year when you're going to be playing uh, six games a week, but whatever. Do whatever you said want. he's in great shape. He's been throwing the whole pandemic. So, again, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, the funny part about the Yankees is their depth is just, again, and I'm not trying to be a homer. I mean, no, Clint, it's ridiculous. Clint, Clint Frazier and Mike Tockman could start in your outfield. And I'm not just saying yeah. that to pick on the Mets, but uh, they could start in a lot of outfields. And there's a chance that one or the two of them or both may not even make the team. Yeah, no, I totally agree. No, you're getting – I'm not I, – I cannot disagree at all. I mean, you know, the guy like Luke Voigt is like just a pencil in everyday starter on 70% of the, of the other teams. Just yeah, and you had the backup first baseman, Mike Ford, who never ever heard of the kid from Princeton, hit 12 home runs last year and yeah. less than 200 at bat. So I just, just – throw him in there. It's fine. And, uh, you know, we, I, we saw him the other night he, I'm in, in one of these exhibition games. I know they lose uh, Severino to that's, – that's crushing. It's, you don't lose a guy like that. It doesn't suck. Yeah, but we talked about like even my team, like how they're trying to fill up with uh, some veteran guys, hoping for bounce back. But like we saw Jordan Montgomery, you know, the other night against the Mets looked really sharp. But if you get a lefty starter like that in the back end that can help, that's that's just that's just that's freaking gravy, man. I mean, that's then you just, throw in Tanaka who won't be overworked, or you know, yeah. he, and then Paxson who was up and down and you know had some back issues, but seems to be back on the mend. So. Again, they just have so much depth and bullpen is lights out despite the fact that they lost the chances, despite the fact that Chapman's out right now. I mean, uh, Chad Green, um, they, they just have so many answers out there. So I just, yeah, they don't I really, really have see a, them cruise. They don't have a lot of weaknesses. And, you know, Judge and Stanton and, uh, you know, you don't need those guys. You need, uh, you know, what they, they say, they play. how many games did they both miss last year? I don't remember. You know more than me. but Yeah, hundreds. I mean, <laughs> You know, if they stay healthy, a big if for both of them, big if. Yeah. If they, but if you can get forty games out of them, I mean, in a short season, it could be silly. I mean, it'd just be silly. So who'd yeah, you, I think that, I think that I think they win a hundred games and win this division easily. Tell me who your wild cards are for the American League before we take a break and pick our World Series. Yeah, well, I kind of hinted at one. I like Tampa Bay. Yeah. And then I had I had I had I I had so much trouble. But Tampa Bay was the obvious one for me, and I had yep. so much trouble. I mean, I'm like, I went through like. Every team, I think, except for like the Royals and the, and the Orioles, I could make a case for. So I sort of did, well, pick a name out of a hat. Who have we seen for a while? And I, I know they have some decent pitching, and they, they got a guy like Anthony Rendon. Thank God he's out of the National League East. So I just want the Angels as the number two wild card team. I picked the Oakland A's, who we talked about earlier, and I picked as my other wild card the Chicago White Sox. Again, oh, there you just, go. just to be different, no, no rhyme or reason to it. Just to not pick chalk, because I hate doing that. I do the same thing in the NCAA tournament. I hate picking one, twos, and three seeds all the way through. Yeah. You know, cost me money normally at the end of the year, but I just – Oh, yes. I like to root for the underdog a little bit. So Absolutely. We got, we got our playoff set. Uh, we're going to take a quick – one more timeout, and then we'll pick our World Series. Absolutely. Yeah, let's do another timeout, because we have something else to talk about here. These teams, rest is going to be important for these young men this year. It's going to be a really jam-packed season cram. A lot of games, a lot of days, a lot, a lot of days off. Get some rest. Hey, you know who loves, who loves a rest and believes in a good night's sleep for all? Our folks over at, our folks and friends over at Allswell. How about a dreamy mattress for real life? It can be achieved without breaking the bank. Allswell's goal is to create an affordable mattress without sacrificing quality or luxury. The result? A mattress like the Allswell Queen, a queen-size mattress that starts at just $345. That's right, three, four, and five are the dollar sign in front. That's the starting price. And this is one of their many mattresses that feature hybrid mattress technology that combines the best of both worlds, memory foam 
and individually wrapped coils for a wind blend of comfort and support. And there's other stuff too, free shipping, 10 year limited warranty. You think you're, you know, you want to try your mattress out? Well, how about this? How about a 100 night free risk trial? And finance, financing as low as 0% APR. So follow the links in our show notes for this episode. Let, let uh, Click on the All's Well link, go to allswellhome.com. Let them know we sent you, help support our show. All's Well, believe in the power of a good night's sleep. Well, as they say, all's well that ends well, Brian. And we're oh, going to put a, oh, a bow on this one. Yeah. Uh, tell them about your World Series. Who you like? Uh, who's, who's winning the pennant in the National League? Very quickly, very quickly. And again, two underdogs over two, two favorites, two underdogs, favorites prevailing. So in the NLC National League, I, ha I have the Dodgers over the Padres in the NLCS. So divisional rivals square off for the pennant. Dodgers win it. I got a same, and I go, sorry, I'm going shock with the overall winners. But yeah, in the ALCS, two other division winners going at it. And I had the Yankees beating Tampa Bay to win the pennant. World Series, yeah, I know, it's boring. We just talked about going shock. It's boring. I got to do it. Dodgers and Yankees. And again, I think they're the best team in baseball. I'm looking over their lineup, starting pitching. The, even the bullpen looks really awesome. Uh, I've got the Dodgers over the Yankees, and it could be a really good World Series. Uh, I'm, I got the same World Series. I won't waste your time. But I'll tell you that right off the gate. I do like uh, the Braves and the Dodgers in the NLCS. I think the Dodgers win that. I like the Yankees over – actually, I like them over Oakland uh, in, in the uh, AL. And then the Yankees and the Dodgers in the World Series. I think it's – you know, the, the Dodgers are due, which scares you. But, again, I think they'll miss – that's where they'll miss the David Price types of the world who never pitched well against the Yankees. But at the same time, it's a little bit of that depth that we've talked about. I just think it's the Yankees remind me a lot of the 2009 team. They got Sabathia that year. They bring Cole here. I think it's going to pay instant dividends. I, I, I'm looking forward to the season, and, God, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that we get through it because I think we all need it. Yeah, and I know, and like I said, I'm not, I'm not doing this as I'm like a, a Yankees hater, which I'm not a hater. I'm just a Yankees yeah. disloker. But, no, I'm, I just, again, I look over the two of them, and it's real close. So I'm trying to find a spot where the Dodgers could, could slip. I don't see it. Your point's well taken. Maybe they, they losing a guy like Price, if they can't go out and make a trade for some back-end rotation help, maybe that is the weak link that, help, that hurts them. But, yeah, that would be, again, it'd be something incredible to see. I don't know how, you know, we're about the same age. I, the first World Series where I really remember, like, I knew it, like, enough to, like, ask my dad the day the night because I couldn't stay up there, like, who won, who won? And, like, it was the Dodgers over the Yankees back in 81. And, uh, Me too. And even then, I didn't like the Yankees, but asking my, my dad, like, every night, like, did the Dodgers win? Yeah, they won. So, it can't hard to believe that there hasn't been, like, an L.A. New York World Series since that, but it'd be cool to have it again. Yeah, I can remember my parents waking me up. I think I might have told you this before. Uh, waking me up to watch the final out of the uh, World Series that year. I was eight years old. Um, seeing, I don't know, Yankees had a runner on base, and they're trying to steal signs, do everything they can to yeah. try to win it. Um, but anyway, that was that was a long time ago, 1981, a long time. But, be, but similar, those two teams, especially for old guys like us, we could look at those two teams and eight, both those 81 teams and rail off a bunch of the names which are memorable to us. Yeah. These two teams have that type of thing, man, a lot of star power, a lot of star power. And listen, after these TV networks have been begging for content, you don't think they'd line up for Dodgers-Yankees in the oh, last Fox, week of Fox October? Oh, itself. Oh, my God. So. And let's, let's be honest, we saw what the Yankees and the Mets did uh, the ratings did the other night for national television, and that was with the game blacked out in New York. Yeah. And it's still, it's still a great number. So I know baseball has a lot of problems, a lot of problems, and a lot of them are self-inflicted. Yeah. But people are starved for some sports, and you might get some viewers that otherwise would be rather click over and watch NCIS or something. So we'll, we'll see. Let's hope so. 
Hey, it was fun. We did uh, for almost 45 minutes on baseball, and that's nice. I'm glad we finally do something like this as far yeah. as uh, actually talking about sports that are happening right now. It's I good. know, that are about to happen. Thinking about games that will actually take place and count. And we yep. should say that, like, you know, we're being very optimistic. We're having some fun. We're making some projections. Probably some of these, especially mine in October, listening to this back, will probably look idiotic. Yeah. But the most important thing is I hope this happens. I hope we see this. We, everybody can see this through. And I hope players and everybody else stay safe. Hey, every time I listen to our podcast back, I always feel idiotic. So, Yeah, absolutely. That's what it's there for. All right, man, that's going to do it for this edition of the EDBC podcast. Eric Dobras and Brian Coleman doing a special baseball preview. And let's hope that in a couple of months, Brian, we'll be doing, or six weeks, actually, we'll be doing an NFL preview. Oh, let's hope. Sign me yeah. up. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll do it again uh, Sunday night. We'll be able to talk about some baseball, hopefully. See what else is happening. NBA is not too far off either. Maybe some basketball. Yep, all yep. that stuff. WNBA, NBA, and all that shit. training camps. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Brian, say so long. Bye. See ya.